Welcome to Good Life. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm so glad you're with us. As as always, we we welcome you from wherever you are. If you're on the airwaves here in Santa Barbara, California, we welcome you at TV Santa Barbara. If you're joining us from all over the world uh, at goodlifetelevision.org, we're so happy to have you. I think we're in about 105 countries at this point, all 50 states. We're, we're, we're glad you're with us. And finally, which I always forget about, uh, you can find us on the podcast as well, which is Good Life Conversations. And I've noticed that more and more of you are finding us at Good Life Conversations. So if you want to work out or whatever that, whatever, I don't know what, whatever you're doing, but if you want to listen to the podcast, we'd love to have you. Um, And, you know, Good Life is about the good stuff. It's about um, what, what we dwell on, you know, I, I think about that all the time. What we dwell on is so important. And there's a there's actually a scripture about this. Whatever's excellent, praiseworthy, noble, think about these things. And uh, and so that's what we want to that's what we're doing. We're dwelling on the good stuff and we're dwelling with good people who are who are doing great stuff, who have, you know, whether it's entrepreneurs or overcomers. We've had a couple of weeks ago we had a young man battling cancer and just beating the daylights out of cancer and his mom. I loved it. Uh, so we've, we've had people from all walks of life and, and it's just fantastic. So we're glad you're with us. And I am so excited. You know, every minute, I think a new friendship is born. We have officially at this moment, we have the newest friendship in the world. Isn't that exciting? Mo. And Katie, this is the Mo and Katie show. This is Good Life Television, but it's also the Mo and Katie show at this moment because we have the Mo and Katie show with us here at Good Life. And I'm going to tell you, we're. I want to talk. It's Mo Barrett and Katie Stevens. Um, This is. These are very fascinating and funny and 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 very interesting people. As I've been reading all about them, I spent part of my weekend doing this and and i and and i was so excited and actually it's retired colonel mo barrett i want to start with you mo because i want to talk a little bit about your background yeah do i need to salute i do have the flag (laughs) no no we're good i do i do have the flag flag. you're good yeah yeah um but but so so let me just give a quick quick introduction so so mo barrett as i mentioned retired colonel she's the daughter of world war ii veteran and wanted to to go this path toward um, the Air Force from an early age. Uh, she had some adventures uh, that I want to ask her about um, and a fascinating, you know, path that she's been on. She's, she now speaks. She, she has the podcast, obviously, and does various other things. So Mo, it's great to have you. Katie Stevens. Um, I can't, it's, it's very interesting how kind of different you are, but, but then you become best friends, which we'll talk about that too. Uh, Katie Stevens has a passion for teaching music. She's been a private piano and voice instructor since 1989. You don't look old enough for that, but I'll I'll leave that. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Grew up in a musical family in central Ohio. Been performing since the age of three. Um, and has been married to her husband Matt since August 1992. And I, and I think I read somewhere in there that you went to Bible College, West West Coast yeah. Bible College and I Seminary. Have a bachelor's from West Coast Bible College and Seminary. Yes. Where is that? So it's actually the the it's it's based out of 
West Coast, somewhere in California, but the base is actually in Texas. Um, and our good friend, Dr. Kevin Harrison is the one that heads that up. And wow. so yeah, my husband and I both hold degrees from, from uh, West Coast. Wow. Well, yeah. well, I'm a pastor's kid and, and my grandfather was an event traveling evangelist. We have, we probably have other stuff to talk about there too. But, <laughs> oh, so Mo, talk about growing up in, in this military family and what, and the path that you were kind of looking at. I know, you know, you weren't always like incur, you didn't always have wind blown in your sails toward this from what I read about some of your counselors or whatever, whether, but you had a, you had a, a, a direction you wanted to go. Talk about that growing up. Yeah, thanks. Well, thanks for doing the research. Now I know what my ears were burning this weekend. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I just, my, my dad was in World War II and my brother was uh, in the Air Force. And I always knew that I was going to be in the Air Force because, of course, it's the best service. And so that was no, no brainer. <laughs> um, but I was actually um, decided to go to the Air Force Academy uh, on a whim because, you know, how high school students are. And I went and told my guidance counselor, I said, hey, I'm going to apply to the Air Force Academy. And he laughed at me. He was also the head football coach. I think the head football coach might have been his primary job now that I'm thinking back on it. <laughs> um, but his guidance for me was that I should set my sights on community college. Um, but I'm very, as Katie will tell you, I'm very stubborn and motivated by the word no. So um, I, I decided I was going to prove him wrong. And I did. It took me two years, but I did prove him wrong eventually. But um, and. And ultimately, I, I got to where I wanted to be, which was in the Air Force um, and in capacity. And so, I, you know, the, the life lesson I always take from it is that I think a lot of times we're told no, not because somebody actually knows that to be true or believes that to be true, but it's an easier answer. And I think yes is probably a harder word um, to deal with. And so um, just finding the way to the yes and take, saying yes to opportunities and working hard to get there. Wow. And so what did it look like? What was your path kind of take us to maybe just tops of the waves, but kind of what was your path, your military path? You're using a lot of nautical terms here. Waves and sails, <laughs> Dean. I don't know. It's all for you. It's, it's just for you. That's how we roll here at Good Life. Yeah. Um, yeah so I, um, I didn't get into the Air Force Academy. I went to a prep school um, for six months and then community college for six months and then went to the Air Force Academy and then from there was selected to go to pilot training. Um, so then went to pilot training and then flew in South America for two years and then around the globe um, out of Northern California, Travis Air Force Base um, for a few years. And then also did some air base setup. So going into fields and um, turning austere fields into a main base. Wow. So how did you like it? How, I mean, did you love it? Loved it. Every second of it, I loved it. And the, and the biggest thing about it was, is the people, it's the relationships. I don't miss, the job necessarily. Um, I miss flying, but really what I miss the most and what I got the most out of us are the people. And so that's why this is such a great, um, a great connection because I'm learning all this civilian speak and all these musical terms and, <laughs> and all these things. But it's, I'm learning lots and lots of acronyms. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I just make up acronyms just to see if she'll believe me. So, so far, so good. No, but I mean, you know, just like you talk about on this show, it's, it's, it's about the company you keep and finding those people and gravitating toward those people, regardless of what their backgrounds of life are. Right. It's gravitating toward people who believe in the same amount and power of positivity and and that's what we do and, and we have fun doing it and i mean i think both of our respective spouses are like just fine go go here <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there's there's something to be said about the company you keep and um, yes. finding those people who get you and katie god love her gets me <laughs> right finding your people yep yeah yes. agreed katie tell us about growing you're growing up what would you tell us about your background 
Oh, he thinks you grew up. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up in Ohio in a very musical family and grew up, I've been, like I said, literally singing since in front of people since I was three years old. And uh, my dad just retired as a church organist. Uh, he played for 64 years. He just retired. Oh this past my year. gosh. So definitely grew up um, around music, singing for church, singing all the music groups at school, went on to be a vocal performance major in college and have been teaching. I always, I was a performance major because I said I didn't want to be a teacher. And here I am <laughs> all these years later, teaching is, is my bread and butter. It's what I do, but I love it. I love empowering uh, students to find their voice. And we also, a lot of the things that Mo and I do, we talk about storytelling and teaching kids to be, you know, kids and adults and anyone who wants to learn to be performers and storytellers too. So um, yeah, so it's been it's been a musical journey for me and a family journey for me. All of our sons are in their adulthood now, but it's uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Wow, uh, I love organists. <laughs> yes, my dad can play with his feet. It's the coolest thing in the world. I can't do it. <laughs> okay, so if you had if you, if I had him on the program and I asked him what is the one if you if you if you got to play one hymn. Ooh. What would it be? What would it be for him? Do you know? Probably, probably something like "How Great Thou Art," like something really classic. Um, I love "How Great Thou Art." Yeah, he has I, a really beautiful version of it. He plays on the piano as well. He's very, very talented. He's very. I grew up very spoiled um, by he, having an accompanist all the time. <laughs> so. so he'd play in the house. Yes, he would. And anything, anything my sister and I had to do singing wise, he accompanied us. And I went off to college and I had to start paying accompanists. I'm like, what is this? I don't pay accompanists. I have an accompanist. So that was quite a shock. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I love that. Yeah, it plays beautifully. Wow. How great thou art is a great one. It is. Uh, um, yeah, it, yeah. Great is thy faithfulness. How great! There's a, there's a handful. I, I don't know why I'm a throw. I'm kind of a throwback in terms of hymns. Like I absolutely the great hymns of the faith are are fantastic to me. Yes, absolutely. Sometimes yeah, I feel like a fish out of water in, in the, the, those current times. But what else is new? Okay, so just on the last thing you said, talking about storytelling, I, what what there, there's great power in story, mm. and then this is something I've thought I've thought a fair amount about is just, um, in fact, when I, I did a, I started something in Dallas, Texas, in an apartment deal where we bought a, we bought really distressed apartments and, um, in really really bad neighborhoods in dallas texas for for a while and it's still going and the but i when i was talking about it uh we got the name it's called behind every door and we got the name because i would always say when i'd walk around these you know 488 unit just distressed apartment complexes in the absolute hood and i would always say the same thing which is there's a story behind every door and and when we learn the stories, we can we, we we can relate, we can connect. But I feel like if you don't know the story, you don't really have a place to start. Mm. Are you guys on the same page about this? Absolutely. Like, because storytelling is huge, isn't it? It is. 
Absolutely. Actually, our, um, our, our speaker coach and our improv coach is in Santa Barbara. So we've actually been to Santa Barbara. So the storytelling school is um, who we get coached by as far as our speaking and our storytelling. So um, really, fact, we were just there in January. Yeah, yeah. Kimberly Weil and then also Alan Irwin from the um, Santa Barbara improv group. And then Mark Sylvester, who does very active in podcasts, all there in the Montecito, Santa Barbara area. So um, wait, 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 we were wait, hoping wait, wait, to wait. actually just come out there and record live with you. But, yeah. but, but you know, Kimberly Weil. Yep. Really, you know I don't even I don't know these people, but I need. All right, to. Yeah. Kimberly K Y M B E R L E E. So Kimberly with a Y and a bunch of E's, and then Weil W E I L. But if you go to the Storytelling School, um, that's her that's her bread and butter and she is phenomenal she she specializes in basically ted talk type um you know short uh high stakes short form speaking mm -hmm. uh, but also does improv as well so that's something that um again you talk about finding your people and people that just make you feel like you're at home um and i also felt like a fish out of the water for nearly 30 years in the air force and then i come to find these we call them our tribe of weirdos we yep. find other weirdos who <laughs> who who like the old school hymns and don't like the modern stuff right, you know? right. Who, who gets you and, it, and it's that it is like coming home and it is just a just a life-altering feeling to know that you have found somebody like that and you hold on to it for dear life Absolutely. but um, but going back to what you said about starry the one thing that kimberly always talks about is that if you talk statistics and data i think there's like two parts in your brain that light up it's maybe like a half a part of a brain for me but <laughs> but when you tell someone a story version there's like seven different parts of your brain that light up ah. so when you talk about behind every door there's a story it helps people connect empathize they can have compassion and that's better i mean it just it, it, it's more memorable too and you've helped like you said you help people connect yes and that that's because you have that story behind every door so what a powerful title for a project that's so amazing and giving people such hope and and just a, a lift up thank you that's, oh, that's very really nice cool. of you to say no it's i'm really gonna give you my i'm gonna give you my wife's email when we're done all right and you can tell her what, what a genius that i am i had no idea <laughs> you betcha you betcha that is amazing these people are in santa barbara that you're working with when are you coming back you got to do free tomorrow? I'm on a plane right now. <laughs> yeah, we were just well, there in the January. We're usually there every January, February. Um, but well, yeah, we're so get, well, we got to get together when you come back. Absolutely. Well, once <laughs> I get your wife's email, I'll let her know. <laughs> <laughs> Good. She'll join us. Uh, well, there's so, so well, let, let's, let's get, to, we have to, before we run out of time, I don't want to run out of time, never talk about the podcast. So how did this happen? You, you cause you don't, I mean, you're, you're very, you're, you're very, very different, but you're, but you're, but you're, you're the same people. So how did, how did you guys get together to do this podcast? So one other interesting fact about us is that we are actually half of a women's barbershop quartet. Um, so a lot of people know us as podcast hosts, trivia hosts, but we're actually, there's two others because it's a quartet and there's four people, but we are actually half of a barbershop quartet. And we actually met at an event called Women's Harmony Brigade. We lovingly describe it as um, speed dating for barbershop because what you literally do is you learn whatever part it is you sing and then you show up and there's like a hundred women there. Everyone's wearing a different colored lanyard to kind of tag which part you sing. And you just keep grouping up with people in fours and singing all these songs that you've learned. So um, Mo and I ended up singing together a little bit. We'd never met each other before. 
And then we were actually, um, we're both slight extroverts, maybe just a little tiny bit, uh, but we were both invited to go hang oh, out. <laughs> was that sarcasm? I don't know if that just translated, but yeah. <laughs> but we were both invited to hang out with like some new friends and in their, in their room, you know, like you do when you're at conventions and things like that. And in that, um, Mo was just delivering some very like clever, Punny. borderline snarky lines and the rest of the room wasn't picking it up. And I'm sitting across the room going, oh my gosh, she's funny. I get her. <laughs> and so then we joined the quartet together. We used to sit around during our quartet weekends and banter and say things we thought were funny. Drive the other two crazy. <laughs> and I told her about a year before we started, I kept saying, we need to start a podcast. We just need to, and actually it was on the flight home from Santa Barbara one year. 2020. That all, yeah, it was 2020 that we made all the notes and plans and we started the podcast pretty soon. We started the podcast in March of 2020. So. <laughs> so you were out in Santa Barbara talking to these folks about what then? Before. Well, at the time we were in Santa Barbara, I was getting coached and I was able to bring a plus one. So Katie was my plus one because we're both storytellers. Um, and we had been thinking about this podcast and dual storytelling. Um, so we both went out to the storytelling. Um, at the time it was called Road to Red Carpet. So basically the, the steps to get into a TEDx type um, short form high stakes. Um, but it was it was a storytelling boot camp on the weekend. And so we went out to that and there was some talk about podcasting while we were there. And, and we were just taking notes like it's time we need to do this. So we came home and launched the, the Mo and Katie show. And we've stuck with our format. I was just going to say that yeah. <laughs> two, two plus years ago. And we have stuck with our original format. And uh, we've we've made, you know, gratitude, humor and positivity are our tenants. Uh, we've been very intentional, you know, we launched it during a very different time during the pandemic, but we make a point not to really talk about that. We just want to give people a uh, long lasting momentary distraction, make them laugh, make them, you know, just think a little bit. And it's, it's been, it's been really, really a fun journey. That's so great. So what can people like, just, what can people expect? I mean, what, <laughs> Or, or is there an answer to that? The unexpected. <laughs> so we, 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 uh, we like to create words. We call it randiculousness. So random mm -hmm. ridiculousness. <laughs> but what we do every day, um, every, every week is we have, uh, I come in with a positive news story and then she comes in with a positive news story. And the one thing is we come into the show blind in that she doesn't know what story I'm going to do. And I don't know what story she's going to do, but two positive news stories, which we call what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And again, focusing on the positives and the things that people are doing um, to lift up their communities. Um, and then Katie does a quirky fact, which um, no pretends to not like my quirky facts, but she secretly loves them. So <laughs> that's, that's more sarcasm. <laughs> and then the one thing I always found is that there's always some weird holiday, right? So there's like, you know, I think uh, this coming Friday is National Crouton Day. Happy uh, National Crouton Day. Yeah. <laughs> but, but so we always talk about the weird holiday. Um, and then we then we talk about a shared experience, uh, whether it's um, backstage rituals or uh, superstitions. What or, books we're reading, yeah. like toys we loved from the 80s. Like we just find something that we can talk commonly on. There's a fly in here. <laughs> we can talk commonly on and we just talk. We always, you know, do a call to action to the audience to share with us their you know, prom pictures. Yeah, I just going to say, we got some, some weird prom pictures. Um, and then, and then we, we usually play a game. Um, sometimes we play a game. We play random games. Yeah. But we've stuck with the format. And again, it's it's always going back to gratitude, humor, and positivity. And um, we always close with a, a gratitude quote. 
Um, so something that that directly corresponds to that, and and then we say goodbye. So yeah. that's that's our that's I our love format, it. and we've pretty much stuck to it since day one. And it has just been, I always say it's it's the thing I always wanted to do, and I didn't even know it because yeah. it's just been so fulfilling and honestly, a much of a saving grace during the last two years that we've had. Oh so. yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you both speak or, or Mo, is it, do you just speak? Do you both speak? I sometimes let Katie speak, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the most part. So I, when I left the Air Force, um, I'm also a DC tour guide, but primarily what I'm doing now is speaking and writing. Um, but yeah, Katie, well, Katie and I've done a lot of co-storytelling. Um, we, we host trivia every Thursday night, which has been another, so fun. Another thing that we I didn't know that I would love doing. I didn't even know it was a thing, but we do that every week and that's been a blast. Um, and we've done some co, uh, we've done some panel moderation. We've done some emceeing and um, taught some workshops, you know, all of course online for the last couple of years. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so just really expanding. You know, I, like I said, my kids are all older now. My youngest son is going to be 21 later this month. So I'm, you know, definitely looking at my parenting responsibilities differently. And it's fun to launch into this, you know, most recently retired. So we're both kind of launching into the second act at the same time. And we've been kind of seeing what that looks like with our brand, but with each of us individually as well. So I'm trying to get this straight. So you guys are very interesting. I mean, we, we, we have like, we so far let's just go over let's just kind of reset here let's go over what, we, what we've covered you're so 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 um katie retired so music long time music dad's an organist for 65 years you're in a barber shop quartet mo's a retired colonel who does tedx talks mm -hmm. you host trivia your mcs you have a podcast and you seem to just be very lovable, fuzzy, warm people. I, I am, I really, getting, am I getting all this right? Uh, up until the warm, fuzzy part, that's just me. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so, uh, so, but you, so, so primarily, Mo, you, in terms of if it's, if one of you is going to give a TEDx talk, it, it, Mo, is it more you? It is, but Katie will know the speech better than I do. She's um, she reads all the uh, versions of my speeches. Um, she okay. has heard it probably more than anybody else. But yeah. So what is the speech? What's your a speech? What would just give me the thirty second my, elevator my, speech? Uh, my my primary speech is probably fight for center line, where I talk about you know flying to the different um, center lines of the different roles we have in life. Um, so I would say fight for center line is the primary thing, and just kind of the things that you do dealing with the crosswinds of life that blow you on and off course and how to leverage those and, and uh, counteract them. So how to deal is that, can I summarize that as like adversity, yep. opposition, you know, cause I know you were, you faced, uh, from what I read, you face, it seems like you face some opposition, some headwinds. Yeah, in a some bit. Of the, yeah. So, so part of it is dealing with that. Yep. But it's also leveraging the positive things we have. Like, so, sometimes a headwind is a good thing or a tailwind can be a bad thing. Like some of the things that we sometimes see as negatives can be positives. And it's about seeing what really are negatives and positives and how to leverage the good things and how to counteract the bad. And I think, and again, just like, so just like you talked about on this show is it's finding the people that can help you um, speed up during a headwind or sometimes slow down during a tailwind and can help you discourse correct when you need that nudge. And it's it's all about the crew concept. I flew a plane that had, 
you know, 17 other people on the crew and every single person has an important job, just like in life, who you choose as your, as your crew uh, yeah. makes a difference. So what, what do they need, say? Are they, average, are they yes. average of the five people you hang out with or? So yeah. I just hang out with fun. So it really warps the math. But, uh, <laughs> now you got me thinking about who I'm hanging out with. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's so good. And you know, the only way out sometimes in suffering, and I mean, I, I always think sometimes, you know, the only way out sometimes is through and, you know, conquering, not in spite of, I'm, I'm not trying to preach at you, but can I talk for a second? Is that okay? Absolutely. It's my yes. program. But I mean, you, you, know, do, it. you know. do what you want. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like, you know, conquering, not in spite of this, but through it, you know, the only way, sometimes I think the only way out is through, we want to avoid difficulty, suffering, problems, obviously. But sometimes it's, I think you're so right that that headwind can be, take me higher. I mean, can, you know, anyway. Sorry, that was just brought no, to you by cool. Good Life Television. Yeah, just a brief little message. Um, I'll tell you another real, real quick, Dean. Another good message, just to give props to Katie. Like there, there are times when, as as bubbly and effervescent as we both seem, we have our down moments. I mean, we yeah. all do, right? We're yeah. all human. And there have been times when, like early on in our friendship, where I'd be like, I, I can't talk to you today. I'm just in a crappy mood or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's like. She goes, that's okay. She goes, I will crawl down in the pit and I will sit in the muck with you until you're ready to come out. And I'm like, oh, well, cool. Come on in, you know, but, but again, it's somebody who will, it's not, it's not just when it's good. Yes. It's, you know, it's, it's like any friendship or relationship or marriage or any of those kind of things that you got to sit with somebody in the, yeah. in the crud of it all, you know, yes. and, and he's going to be with you um, when it's bad as well as when it's good. So yeah, yeah. Mo, is very, Mo is very good at doing that too. She's, she's very good at, as a matter of fact, during, while well, when um, the pandemic started, our oldest son was actually in the middle of cancer treatment at the time. And so just to oh, go through really? that along with, he was, he was diagnosed with lymphoma in September of 19. And just to walk through that. And I mean, it's really tough, dark days. And Thankfully, he's doing really well now. He's been in remission for almost a year and a half. But um, just even like, you know, Mo and other friends would just bring us like practical things or just be there. Or right. it, it's amazing. Like, it's amazing how we're surrounded with the tribe of people that we need right. in order to, just like you said, Dean, in order to go through it. Because there was no way around that we had right. to go through. It, right. So. I don't know how people do it alone. I, know. I mean, I, you know, in my case, I mean, I don't know how people do it without faith, but I also think, but part of that is community. I don't know how people do it a lot. I don't know how you get out of bed. Um, yeah. You know, my wife, I mean, just in terms of our, my life, I mean, just, yeah, the, the man life is just tough. Yeah. I mean, it's just not, it is not getting better out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so tough. I, I read something, Mo, in your bio that I loved. The legacy I want to leave behind is that I loved others well. Uh, I thought, what a great, uh, and I don't know if you call that an ambition, but I mean, what a wonderful uh, perspective or goal or, but talk about that for a second. We only have a couple of minutes left. Sure. Um Honestly, in, invite others. I th well, first of all, I think a lot of people say, I love you all the time and I actually mean it, but by others, I mean, whether it's a friendship, whether it's someone you're passing on the street or now in this other life, whether it's my audience, I want to be respectful of them and I want to treat them like they deserve to be treated. So it, when I say I want to love others well, it's 
others can mean anything, absolutely anything. Random interaction, passerby, deep friendships, um, family relationships, whether they're strained or not, or people I'm speaking to. um, But yeah. Yeah. We kind of do have, my wife always talks about this. We kind of do have circles. It seems like of friendship. We have kind of the people who we let in Mm -hmm. deep, you know, core, but we kind of, but, but, you know, these days, it's just like, you don't people in, in our society is you don't want to love people that are different from you. That's the, oh. like, that's what's I, that's so terrible about the direction. It seems like we're been going down that, you know, I, I think it's in the scripture. If it's not, maybe it should be, but, <laughs> but, but about, you know, about if you just love people that love you, everybody does that, Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, yeah. It, but loving people that are different than us is such a high calling and wonderful ambition. But I, so I love that though about what you said. Thank you. We find you at, if, if people just look under the Mo and Katie podcast show, they're going to find you on every podcast platform, I'm assuming. And the way that we say it is Mo with no E and Katie with a Y. So that's kind of the trick to finding. M-O and K-A-T-Y, the Mo that's and Katie right. podcast. All of the platforms, um, we have a Facebook page that we uh, base things out of too, and we're working on getting getting things on, uh, on uh, we'll be hosted on, on Mo's website, but we're going to have some uh, Mo and Katie show stuff on her site. Um, what is your site? Go- what is your site, Mo? I'm at Mo Barrett, so M-O-B-A-R-R-E-T-T.com. Mobarrett.com. I, I this is like inspiring me. This is I'm, fun. Really, I'm really inspired. Seriously, I'm I, 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 I'm really inspired by you guys. This is incredible. I love it. I love what you're doing. You're just doing stuff and you're doing stuff with passion and meaning. And you know, when you do something together, there's such power. Yes. There's so much, and it's just exactly what you described, Mo, because when you have that crappy day and you're in the dungeon of death. Mm-hmm. you have somebody to call and, that, and that's another thing it says in the scripture when one falls he has somebody to help him up Absolutely. that's why the two and then the three like the cord is stronger and so mm-hmm. you guys doing this together is also like a lot of people will tune in i bet a lot of people are going to listen to you guys because of the the friendship the banter the, the connection like that's mm-hmm. almost more appealing and exciting than what anything you say the con- which is yeah yeah, yeah. That's it, good. It, you know what i'm saying ridiculous too so that's good to know <laughs> the ridiculousness too but i mean the, the, the together part yeah is yeah. people are attracted when they see people loving each other you know people mm. are drawn to that so i could right. be your promoter if you want i free there's no You're charge all right yeah. we'll, we will double and, your yeah. pay then <laughs> done <laughs> Mo and Katie podcast, Mo and Katie show. I'm a huge fan. We just met, but we're friends. It's we done, it's a done deal. I'm it's perfect. Just thrilled. Perfect. And I, you guys are thank great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much thank for you. everything you're doing with this show and just spreading the positivity. That's- we love everything. You promote the friendship, kindness, values, um, just adventure, service, joy, all of the things you promote. We just love that. That in the world, I mean, we have enough things to be, <laughs> you know, enough things to focus on that are negative. It's it's just so much better for us to focus on the positive, and it's easy to do if you just look for it. So thank you for all that you promote in your on your program and website and everything. Well, thank you guys. Thank you. Great to meet you. Awesome. Great to meet you too. I'll, you know I'll be listening. I'll be listening, and I'll pass it on to my wife. My wife is a huge podcast person. With uh, have you heard of the Office Ladies? 
yeah. I'm a huge, huge office fan. Oh, you are. This is meant to be. You're talking to one of the biggest office fans in history. (laughs) And my wife, my wife listens to the office ladies. And she just loves this thing. And that's another, there's another example. It's not just about the office. It's Angela and and Jenna, the friends. I'll call her Pam. Angela and Pam. It's their friend. It's their real life friends. They're real life best friends. Like people listen just because that's so cool. You know? Yep. Okay. We have to wrap. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming. And we will see you all next time. All right. Thank you.